0: Dude, look at this. Raptor 1 versus Raptor 2. These are about a year apart, SpaceX. Raptor 1 on the left, Raptor 2 on the right. Costs less to make, generates tremendously more thrust. Way cleaner.
1: Which was the one that just crashed? Uh, what? One of the Vulcans or something just crashed (laughs) the other day, right? Falcon? Falcon?
0: Did a Falcon crash yesterday?
1: Not recently i don't know if it was yesterday
0: no i'd be i'd hear about that if it was mm. yesterday
1: within the last week no mm-hmm. really No, i gotta look it up
0: uh a stage two booster that's gonna crash into the moon
1: no i heard something else maybe it was just fucking fake news yeah
0: <laughs> there's a list i mean they've crashed 30 of them
1: it was probably just some moron that was talking about the moon thing and didn't know what was going on.
0: Yeah, they're going to crash a Falcon 9 uh, stage 2 booster into the moon, but that's, I mean, it doesn't really matter.
1: So I wonder if that, <clears throat> does that explain all the uh, pockmarks on the moon, like previous?
0: Yeah. Yeah, like the moon, well, all the celestial objects in our uh, solar system, well, not just solar system, but in the, you know the universe. If that object doesn't have an atmosphere, then uh, all of the remnants from the craters will last forever.
1: Right. No, I'm saying like Falcon 7, previous life forms crashed into the moon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's what that is. This can that is in front of me that I am experiencing, my experience of this can is not this can. You know, my brain is reconstructing the image given through the optical nerve from the cones, the 700 or the 70 million cones that are in my eye. That's, it's not the can. My experience of the can is not the can. It's reconstructed inside my brain in real time. As I'm as I'm experiencing it. And as I drink it, all of those little nerves on the inside of my tongue, my experience of the liquid in my mouth is not the liquid itself. Mm -hmm. So then the question naturally derives is how much of this reality that we're experiencing is the reality that we are? If any, or is any of it the reality at all? Just a bunch of ones and zeros. Did I, I think I lost so many people <laughs> in that one sentence. Hey, look, there's the deer again. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> there, there, there was a couple of boys out there wrangling the other night. Um, like your initial question was cancer. I mean, naturally, my my response would be: is is cancer? I mean, quote real at all, or is it some sort of a subconscious part of yourself responding? To the sickness that exists on this planet and in your life in your everyday life like we know that there are things that are carcinogenic right, right.
1: well i'm just saying like um i don't know if it's theory or medical proof or what, what exists but like the repression of a traumatic event could that turn into something like that because you're holding it in like if you talk to a certain energy workers or even massage therapists, for example, like they'll be able to find massage therapists, will yeah. be able to find knots in your body. But yeah. Like, how do you explain how they get there? Like one, why there, one, ex, one explanation would be, okay, you, you left heavy weights. Like it's natural. Your body's going to get mm-hmm. it out of sync and things like that happen. But for people who don't do that, they still have knots in their back Terrible and, knots. and like, how does that happen? And, and it's not, they don't occur in the same spot all the time. And they're not, they're not bilateral. And like, they're on one side
0: in one specific place. Yeah. And I mean, there could be a lot of scientific behind that, like, oh, they stand a certain way or they move a certain way. They use their right hand only, you know, stuff like that. And those are good arguments. But at the same time, what if your body is just responding? Mm-hmm. Like, instead of saying like things are carcinogenic, what if it your body knows deeply that these things are terribly unhealthy and at a subconscious level your body is rebelling and saying this thing is killing you and now i'm going to show you how Hmm. and that's the reality that we live in i mean like that that thought even as it's escaping my mouth sounds a little crazy but the weird things that exist on this planet are way crazier. You've seen the shit that's going on these (laughs) days. Like that sounds a little bit more plausible than some of the other
1: stuff we're experiencing.
0: Yeah. I I mean, like I, I'm not going to get into the book I'm writing right now. It's, it's way too dense, but it kind of fits into a lot of the stuff that we're talking about. Like the reality, like I'm, I'm, one of my chapters is making a case for reality. Mm -hmm. And, and really what it is is I'm trying to show how hard it is to prove that reality actually exists. Like, for example, I mean, this is the basis of uh, solipsism, um, which is the belief that there is nothing beyond your personal consciousness. Yeah. Um,
1: so what I find interesting on that one, and I don't want to take anything away from your book oh, here, so please. stop me if I need to.
0: Please. I'm, I'm, I need ideas. i probably add to Which it.
1: manifestation is this? Like, I don't know. Is it mine or is it yours? Or mm. is it
0: or is it the listeners? That's crazy. Oh, so here's the weird part. You're You're ready for this. And if you're listening right now, I want you to do this. Um, and you, you can answer me, Andy, but like if you're in the car, try to answer this question. Like right now, sitting across from me or listening to this, how can you prove to me that, that I am real? Pro- don't slap me. Don't spit <laughs> me. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that shit. I saw it in your eyes. But like y- using words. Prove to me that I am real to you. How do you do that? How do you prove that I'm real? I don't like failing tests. I, th- this is the biggest test of the entire universe is how do you know anything beyond yourself is real? How, how can you prove to me? Prove to me I'm real. How, how do you do that? How, how do you prove to somebody else that they are real? Because you, in my brain... I, you, you, like I am experiencing the physicality of you, but my experience of you is not you, Right. It is a culmination of uh, input stimulations between uh, you know, your, your optical stimulation. so through sight, and that happens to be through um, a very narrow band of electromagnetic waves uh, that we perceive as light. I can hear you. And that's, uh, that, that's generating between like two hertz and 20,000 hertz waves of compressed air that happen to be resonating the cilia in my ear. You take away the ear and you take away the eye. And I'm placed in a, I'm placed in a room six feet in front of you and I can't move. Do you exist? I can't hear you. And then if I take away, this, if I take away your scent and your taste and your touch, do I even exist? And if the question of me existing is there, like how do you even know? Because if existence only happens because of perception and you take all ability to perceive away, how, does, how do we know that? How can I prove you're real? How can I prove to you that you're real if the only way that my proof exists is through perception and the only way perception exists is in my brain? So if you take away all input sensories, do you exist? And that's the
1: ultimate question. Yeah, I think that would come down to just belief.
0: But how do you even know what you believe if, you're, if you have no input sensors? Mm. There are people that are born without sight and without hearing.
1: I and mean, we, we all know that. So interesting on that, um, society would consider those people to be disabled. Yes. But when you look at... What those people experience, it's completely different, and the other senses that they do have are significantly enhanced. So I want to I want to
0: touch on that real quick. They're not enhanced. They're more in tune. That that's what it is. Yep. So people are more in tune to the senses than they are for us because I don't, we don't have to be. Right. We depend on sight. Right. I mean, like more than anything else, our sight, and then our hearing, uh, in, the, in that order. Sight, hearing, and touch are the three main ones. Uh, taste and smell. Would suck to lose, but are not vital for existence or survival. Unless you're a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Dogs perceive scent not like humans. This is a side note. A lot of people are like, dogs smell each other's asses. Don't they hate that? Like, no, they smell it. We humans have this unique ability to... I have a dog. I can smell its ass from the other (laughs) side of the room. Yes, but humans have the ability to ascribe value to a smell. Uh, Dogs don't. For a dog, it's a smell is strong, a smell is weak, a smell is poop, a smell is food, Mm. and it's just that thing. For us, we're like, we smell something sour and we're like, oh, that is unique to humans. Um, Or maybe just to your experience of reality. Mm. Again, how do you you know I'm real? Like, how do you you know I'm real? Does it matter? Does it? (laughs)
1: <laughs> i mean if 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 you know what i don't like about this is that it brings in scope like the centrist of the universe argument yeah uh, and whose universe is it is it yours is it well mine? you are the
0: center of your own universe right. y- you are i mean like, in a physical in a f- physical sense you are um but like you have to also uh, you, you have to also remember, um, so like so, solipsism is that exact belief is that nothing exists beyond your own consciousness. So like you, the, you the entire universe exists because of you. And as soon as you die, it all goes away in a sense. That's real because the, my universe won't exist right once I'm gone. So in a sense, solipsism does exist. But only on an indi- individual level. It's not projected upon the plane of humanity. Counter-argument go. I know you're thinking of one.
1: <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I funny. don't know that I've died and been reincarnated, but when you talk about uh, religions that believe in that. Um, do, do you feel like this is the first time you've existed on this planet? Yes. Really. I know that you told deep, me man. different. Ex- dig, dig deep. I can't remember the time I fell in a fucking I'm- fire when I was four years old. How am I going to remember <laughs> if I was Marco Polo?
0: I'm not. am I'm not, <laughs> not saying do you remember it. Yeah. I'm saying what do you feel? Because I'll tell you what, I, I I'm fairly confident this is iteration number six
1: for me. Mm. That this is the sixth time I've existed. I looked into the numerology or whatever it was one time to try to understand that argument, and I'd say it's interesting, but I I can't buy into it. Well, uh, what, well numerology, I'm not really talking about numerology. Um, it, it had to do with, I forget, I'm going to not explain it well, but it had to do with your birth date, it had to do with numbers and probably astrological signs or something to that effect, and it helped explain what level you were on, like oh, how many times you've been here. I'd have to do some digging on the phone to figure, figure oh, out Oh, yeah, what that's, it was, that's
0: yeah. not what I'm talking about yeah. at all. But I, I'm not going to say that there's not. But
1: like, the whole idea was, like, you would come back and you would achieve certain levels, and what you do in this lifetime, you could achieve the next oh. level, and you're trying to. See, dude, this can't be your first. Like, you are highly
0: successful. This can't be your first. Iteration. And, your first iteration, it. you were a sloth. Yeah. <laughs> You barely moved, you know, like I was, I was an amoeba. (laughs) Like, I feel like it some days. (laughs) No, I I feel like this is iteration six. I really do. I can't explain why. Um, I feel like my soul knows something my body doesn't. Um, But at the same time, we know that's the case. We know that our subconscious or our soul or whatever you want to call it um, knows things that your physical self doesn't um and i mean that can be reflected back on all those placebo uh scientific uh studies that are done like your subconscious knows something that your physical body doesn't and if you can manipulate your subconscious then you can manipulate your body mm-hmm. it makes me wonder how far that goes
1: yeah, well, there's the. Like, I think you told me about it. There was the. Um, like, can it levitate? Well, along those lines, though, like uh, the space time continuum, the being able to meditate in a certain way at certain frequencies and being able to essentially escape your physical body and move anywhere in the universe. What do they call
0: that? There's a term for that, and I'm not going to remember what it is. Um, meta something. I'm not going to remember it. There's gonna somebody's gonna email me about that. Um, Yes, meta transference maybe. Um, I don't know. I don't know about that. I've meditated a whole bunch of times, and a whole bunch of nothing has happened. I really wanted to be like some yoga guru meditation, and it just it just doesn't do. So you have you have dreams, right? Oh, bro, that's where shit gets weird. Dude, last night I had some.
1: I want to hear about him, but stick with me for a second. Bro, weird, bro. What's to say that when you're in a dream state that that's not the fucking reality and this is Yeah, the other yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah,
0: Um, I don't mind that. I think it's bigger than that. But you can
1: do some weird fucking shit in your dreams.
0: Yes, but a lot of people are like, what if the dreams the reality and reality is the dream? Uh, I just
1: fucking said that and you're making fun of me. Yeah, I am making fun
0: of you. It's not the first. <laughs> st- I mean, come on. We've been saying that since we were kids. Like, what if. The concept is similar, but what if that's not the case? What if the concept is there like yes it it could be that but what if see like I would probably believe that the dream state is more more along the lines of resonance of either higher or lower free uh dimensions. Um, of reality that we are living or we is a loose term Um, or it's um, sub sub subcognitive resonance that exists in the simulation (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and they're bouncing frequencies trying to account for anomalies within the programming of who you are as a person and in order to Resolve those anomalies. They've created dreams in order to allow you to accept the reality that you live in. Otherwise, you would be stuck with not accepting this reality. And so they have to obscure those anomalies by giving you weird dreams. Hmm. That's probably what I believe is more real, not the dreams, the reality. The reality is the dream. (laughs) Like, how big of a fuck you would that be from God? Come on. Um, That's probably more along the lines of what I feel like it is for me. If there is a creator of a simulation and they needed to um, resolve an anomaly within the programming and in order to, for you to accept the
1: reality that you're living in. Unless it's just a fucked up doctor trying to program you into being a girl um, and you don't know about it. What if this is... Okay, so I was thinking about this.
0: The more time goes on, the more I'm, I have a hard time believing that any time existed before a certain date. And then it was programmed. We have programmed history. We're programmed to believe a certain thing. Um, I mean, we all know that there are things around this planet that don't coincide with the history that we have. Like, the technology of ancients don't match the primitive knowledge of the ancients. So something's off there. Um, and And, Everyone collectively acknowledges that it's off and everyone's just okay with it. (laughs) And I'm like, hold up, there's something off here.
1: I don't know. I I think it's pretty plausible that you could build pyramids the way that they did, but wrote on the wall with sticks. (laughs) Um,
0: Well, they've found perfectly drilled holes in uh, igneous rock that even to date would be hard to do with the precision. And then there are these H blocks um, made of, again, ig- an igneous stone, the- these stones that are uh, that we would need diamond blades to cut, and they're cut with such precision on angles that, again, the, how big they are, would be hard for us to cut today. And you're telling me primitive ancients did this? I'm not saying aliens it, I'm saying, I don't know if it ever existed. And the more I think about it, the more I think, I don't know if, I I think that in the, so I really do think this is a simulation. Like I'm at this point, like I'm all but convinced. And, but I don't even think that... I think this is a historical simulation. This is what would be called an ancestral simulation. Um, it's not hard to simulate a brain or consciousness or free will. That's pretty simple. Like, we're, we're even doing that more or less. Right now, um, a lot of people think that uh, the cognitive part of simulation might exist beyond the technology that we have. Like, digital, like digital computation might not... Uh, let's see, consciousness consciousness might be beyond digital computation is what the argument is. Mm. But we also have to put into factor that advanced civilizations might also have technological advancements that go beyond digital computation. So (laughs) with that thought... No one believes that I'm not reading off a script right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not. There's nothing in front of him. <laughs> um, this, is, this is fun. Um, we have to then presume if, if those technologically advanced civilizations exist in some capacity. I mean, I don't even want to talk about this. We're always talking about simulation. Mm-hmm. Um, that we have to assume that the the ability to simulate consciousness exists and it's beyond computation, that's fine. We can do that. But like looking at an ancestral simulation, which is what I believe this is, you're not gonna simulate time equals zero. You're gonna simulate time equals at some point and then you let it play forward. But from that point and before, you have to put something, so you have to program a history. And a lot of times, if you think about it, a programmed history is not going to be perfect unless they spend a ridiculous amount of time on that history program. And if you look at our history before a certain point, name one thing that happened in the year 1300. (laughs) What about the year 800? One thing. Just anything.
1: The dark ages. Probably some plague. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Comes around about every 100 years. Like from the year 300 all the way to the year 1400, like the dark ages? Hmm. Why the fuck were they dark? They hadn't
1: invented the light bulb yet. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it,
0: like, there's and, and then you have the pyramids and you have uh, the ancients and all of their technological advancements. Like there's inconsistencies in humanity.
1: Hmm.
0: What's more realistic? A bunch of aliens came down and built pyramids the ancients had technology, but they didn't have the ability to fucking you know read or draw on the walls with sticks, or this was all programmed and they did, were in a hurry and they're like, let's just make it all and see how they respond with inconsistent past. Like how do they, how do they justify their main religion being somebody comes back to life? Ooh, let's see that one. Let's how do they respond as a humanity if the, their entire religion is goes against all reality, like all physicalities. And then on top of that, let's also make technologically advanced buildings that make no fucking sense. And then we're also, oh, I have an idea. Um, there's some glitches in the system. those are ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> UFOs, easy, just program them in. Like all the things just begin to but my question was like I started thinking, What's the date? What's the start date of that simulation?
1: Zero.
0: No. I don't think the start date was zero. Hmm. I think the start date of the simulation was like three months ago. Well, it could be ten minutes ago. Hmm. It could, the moment you walk in the door, it could have been the start of the simulation and your entire life could have been programmed memory. I don't think that's the case because there's coherency in there, but there's not a lot of coherency before the year, I believe, like right around 1860, right right on that agricultural boom, right at that point. That's when, if you look at all of all of the data trending maps, that's when we started recording temperature. That's when we started recording um Medical anomalies. All of the records date back to about 1860, 1870, right around there. That's when we started tracking things. Why then? Why did we start tracking in 1860, 1870? Not just here in America, or all around the world, all at the same time. We all just decided collectively, "Hey, let's start taking the temperature globally. Let's start monitoring the the floods that come and the and the earthquakes that happen." I mean. There's no record of earthquakes
1: before 1860. Why? That's pretty interesting, because when you think about some of the scientific theories that are out there and when they supposedly came from, like yes, theory relativity yes. and early, gravity. Earthi- and early 1900s. Yeah,
0: interesting. Yeah, I mean, Pythagoras and Galileo are, is before that, but there's not a lot of history on... But are they? <laughs> but like those are the fundamentals. Um, but if, if you look at all of the tracked written data in history, it all starts right around the agricultural boom, right around 1860, 1870, right around there. Why? Why that date? Why did we collectively as a society start just recording history, but not 10 years prior? Who is the person that w- that went onto the internet? And sent a mass email to everyone and said, hey, let's all start recording the hurricanes and the typhoons because the hurricanes are here in the, in the Atlantic and the typhoons are in the Pacific. And they're hitting, you know, countries in, on the entire opposite side of the planet. But they all started recording at the same time. How? That doesn't make any sense to me. That makes no sense. How long has the Farmer's Almanac been around? That's a good question for Siri. 18, I was 18 is the first 18, year. 18. Well, there is, you go.
1: Maybe that's year zero. Or it was made up before that point. Yeah, but I mean,
0: why the 1800s? Uh, go on with your
1: thought. What was your thought? No, I was just going to step back and say that the first time you brought the idea of simulation theory, I thought you were batshit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when was that? It was with Ashlyn and it was, it wasn't the podcast. First podcast. So
0: like you were doing, you sprung it
1: out of nowhere. I did really? Oh yeah. See,
0: because at that point it had been, it had been marinating in my brain for probably a solid year at that point.
1: Yeah. You sprung it on me. I don't know about Ash, but you sprung it on me out of nowhere. And I was like, cause I remember, I think I asked you like, what, what did the, you know, and I think you were like, I'm 20, 25% sure, which is pretty low. Yeah. Um, much higher these days. Uh, <laughs> uh, last, I, got, last I got fall. I got a back, story. Yeah. I got a story for you too. Go yeah. on though. Last fall, coming back from from playing golf with my dad and my brother up north, I'm coming back and I'm around hmm. that like St. Louis Alma area where you got all those uh, wind turbines up there.
0: The windmills, yeah. So yeah. that's that's like north of Lansing, Central Michigan.
1: Yep, yeah. about about 45 minutes away from Lansing, and like I'm driving down the road and normal day the windmills are not fucking moving and i look down at my phone or do whatever i probably shouldn't have been doing cuz i should have been paying attention to to driving and i look back up and they're all fucking moving all like at the there same was time. not a big gust of wind that just <laughs> turned them all on it was a windy day i was out there playing golf i know this like that for me moved the bar from 25 five cent to 25% up into the at least the upper 80s. Like There's there's a really good chance.
0: I was walking out to my car the other day and... Do you want another one? Yeah. Another drink? Mm-hmm. All right. Let me tell the story. I'll get you one. Um, Walking out to my car the other day and uh, the parking lot, there's a bunch of cars. And I was walking through the cars and all of a sudden, a car was running right next to me. It didn't start. It wasn't like... You, you know, when a car starts, rah, 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 rah. Yeah. no, it was, I was walking and then it was just on and it was idling. And I'm like, I stopped and turned. It was literally one foot away from me. So it was the car next to me and I was walking and it wasn't on. And then the next step, it was just on. And I was like, did this just start? And I'm sitting there like, I know what a car sounds like when it starts. I'm almost 40. I've heard many a car start in my lifetime. This did not start. It was just off one second and then it was on the next second. And I was like, I don't think I would have ever noticed this two years ago before the entire journey I've gone down on all of my listeners and thinking I'm crazy (laughs) that this is a simulation. But when this book comes out, and all 13 of you read this. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm going to turn it into a documentary. It has, I, want it to, I want it to go on Netflix. Um, and then my goal ultimately is to be on a TED Talk and this podcast to be the number two podcast in the world. I'm going to keep saying it until it happens. Um, then everyone will be like, he's only mildly crazy. <laughs> and, and a little smart, but that, like a mixture of the two. Which is a really fun mixture, by the way. Yeah. A little crazy, a little smart super sexy
1: well minus that last part there's a lot of people out there that fit that category these days yep a little crazy little smart yeah uh you know
0: i definitely flirt that line um like with my belief systems being a
1: little crazy definitely i'm surprised you know that much about cars you mean you've been driving a tesla for so long now dude i was dude i built a jeep man
0: from the from the ground up, I stri- it didn't just randomly start on its own. Dude, the first time I started that Jeep, um, I remember it vividly. So i i I stripped it down to nothing. It was just it was just a frame and a body, and I dropped a Chevy three hundred and fifty into it. And I have never done this. I'm just I'm doing it like by forums online yeah. and everything, and um, and I remember, <laughs> I remember, I'm I'm trying to. I get to the point where like I. I, I figure out the fuel pump and I get the fuel line in and I get the computer and I get all the wiring and I can't figure it's not starting. I just I'm like, I don't know why it's not starting. And I realized and I and I hooked up the ammeter to the fuse box. Um, and when I was turning the key, it turns off most of the fuse box. When you go to ignite, uh, when you turn the ignition, mm. it turns off most of the car to send almost all the power to the engine, to the starter. Um, it, it diverts all the power to the starter. That's why like your radio turns off and all the lights turn off when you go to start your car. Um, but the computer needs to be on. So it has, like there has to be a direct uh, from the battery to the computer and I was passing the computer through uh, the fuse box. And so it was killing the computer which was supposed to help start. Right. And so I figured that part out and when I started it up for the first time, It was a raw engine with no muffler in a garage. It was like... I
1: was like, holy...
0: Oh, it's alive! Oh, dude, it was... Oh, it was... It just... So, yes, I know what an engine sounds like. I know what all that... Dude, it was... It was so weird walking by this car, and it was just on. And I literally stop, and I'm looking at it, and I was like, this is so weird. It wasn't even like one of those cars that should have an automatic starter. It was like a... 2003 Corolla, you know, it's just strange. And I was like, fucking simulation, man. No. Yeah. It's just it's just toying with us now. And so it, not the more you pay attention, the more you're going to experience these things. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just going to happen now. It's just going to keep happening.
1: These are really good.
0: Yeah. They really are. Here we go, round 2. We are cheers so you have a night off from your family kid free wife free holy shit yeah what's that like when was the last time you were kid free wife free not Mm. not including
1: like work yeah not i mean i've made a couple business trips where that was the case um that's good but i don't know it's been a while i don't think since evelyn was born how old is Evelyn? Uh 15 months. Are you going to be that parent that's like my kid is 37 months? <laughs> yes, Jackson is <laughs> 122 <laughs> months. That's 10. <10! laughs> <laughs> no, you stop counting months at a certain point in time, but well, how old is Jackson? He's 3 almost 4. O- almost 48 o- months, <laughs> almost 4. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh.
0: That's funny. Did you get any more sexy pics from your wife tonight? Uh, no, they they stopped bro. We, we, we need, (laughs) can we, can we set you up and take sexy pics for her? (laughs) Like George Costanza? (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I'd like her to return. So (laughs) (laughs) she is also has a night off. Sammy, if you're listening to this, uh, hope you enjoyed your bubble bath. Yeah. Um, I heard the room was uh pretty nice. It was a very nice room. Yeah, no booty call though. What's up? I don't know. I she teased. Yeah, I know. That's that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> she alluded to the elusive
1: booty call mm. and did not
0: did it's, not pull through.
1: It's her night off. I don't wanna burden her with that. <laughs> burden her <laughs> with
0: <laughs> what, what was did you hear the intro that I did
1: um, yes the, yes <laughs> yes yes because uh, you actually uh, gave me a, a preview of it before did I really before it was released and oh was, my like, gosh amazing. Uh,
0: talking about how I am uh, commissioned <laughs> to go into the <laughs> seven <laughs> nations to seek a new wife Uh. burden with the awful task of sex (laughs) so that we may procreate
1: (laughs) oh that's funny it's probably a good thing that we uh didn't name our upcoming event this summer uh head games instead of mind games oh god
0: (laughs) so we're doing a competition for those of you who don't know out of all the things that are currently active in my life um we are, me and Andy are um, possibly going to invest in a gym here in Central Michigan and become part owners. Hopefully, we'll see. I don't think releasing that information is premature at this point. I think it's just a matter of time at this at this stage. Uh, and. If that happens, uh, um, I, either way, there is we are g- going to do a fitness competition called Mind Games, where it, it kinda, it's kind of it's going to be a CrossFit style workout, uh, but we're going to involve different cognitive challenges throughout the workouts. Uh, that'll make you think, and then you can. Uh, that that gets added to the score in some capacity. That's an
1: eloquent eloquent way of stating that. (laughs) We are going to fuck with your mind (laughs) in both the workout
0: and then when you're done. (laughs) Actually, you know, I'll give a heads up uh, for anyone. Because you get to listen to this podcast, you get a heads up on – Uh, one of the mind games one, I believe we're going to do like a sprint style workout, some capacity and immediately after give you a word puzzle Mm -hmm. (laughs) that you have to do, which is so much harder for those of you who are not, uh, familiar with, excuse me, uh, not familiar with, uh, like intense cardio physical activity, your ability to do simple word problems or math is
1: right. Goes right out the window. Yeah. Um. If you do these workouts right, you're going to just have to remember how to breathe. Yep. And then we're going to give you a word problem
0: and (laughs) you have one minute (laughs) to do it and it's going to be spectacular and it's going to be like really tricky the way it's worded. So even to read the directions is going to be difficult. Uh, The whole thing is going to be a, a pain in the brain and
1: that's the idea. There's a good chance that 24 teams are going to hate us after this, but it'll be fun. You think it's going to sell out? I hope so. Dude, it's it's such a creative
0: thing. Like, why wouldn't it? I don't know. It's different. I know, well, people don't like different typically, but this is like a good different. I feel like people would. If I were to see something like Mind Games, I would be like, oh, because I mean, be, I'm be honest with you, I don't want to do any competitions. Okay. Um, I don't want to do the uh, armor one. Okay. I I just I just don't like. I would, I I would if you. It it just take a lot of convincing, for me to. To do I, I just i'm over it i'm old my bones hurt i just don't want to do any competitions anymore but if i saw this shit on there if i saw a mind games team competition i'd be like oh fuck morgan where are you we're <laughs> doing we're doing this we're doing this workout together uh because it's cool like how you get to structure the workout is is more dependent on the athletes like it's so
1: cool so so like taking a step back this is this to me i like doing the competitions because it's like testing myself outside of yeah it makes me push myself a little bit harder like oh yeah i've made a conscious effort to try to push myself harder you know over the last few months for you know fitness reasons and just to test myself but this brings a whole new element this for the parents listening will understand this this is like christmas for me (laughs) Christmas was cool when you were a kid and you're getting presents yeah, and everything yeah. but it's, it takes on a whole new element when you're a parent and you get to give that gift to your kid <laughs> that they want and just see the joy in their face and so that's that's me I'm I'm um channeling my inner Dave Castro. Yeah, well, you've kind of turned into this mastermind Castro yeah. version 2.2.0 yeah. and <laughs> Just wait until we do uh, – I want to release soon the, uh, the, the first event. Comes. I don't want to
0: release it until we get a, a solid, like, at least 12 teams. No, no. no I want to do it to
1: attract them. We're going to release it and attract them through the first workout. But we're going to do it in a creative style. All right.
0: Letting you take the reins on so much of this, which is fine with me, because I'm, I'm going to be the event director on
1: the day of. So I mean, you fun. got a lot of shit going on in your life. So I have a few things. Delegating a few things is not a bad thing. No, this is this has been really fun for me. I think it's been
0: ex- exorbitantly fun for you. Like you are just this is this is
1: this this, this is honestly, like a breath of this a life that I haven't seen. Keeps me up at night in a good way. <laughs> not not like the oh is my kid going to stop breathing in the middle of the night kind of keep you up. This is like literally the other night uh, I had an idea that I I sent you the note the next day. I didn't ping you in the middle of the night, but woke up and it was like such a brilliant idea to me for a workout that I was like, I reached over, grabbed my phone, opened up the notes app and typed it out one <laughs> 30 in the morning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I, uh, what keeps me up at night is like the thought that I am some part of me is water and that every drop of water I've ever drank likely passed through a dinosaur at some mm. point.
1: But dinosaurs weren't real.
0: In the simulation, you're probably right. They weren't here before 1800. 1818. 18. I don't even think that's the start date. That's the farmer's almanac. That's not like scientific records in any capacity. Yeah. That, But that that keeps me up. Or like the idea that we are in a closed system. Um, and you are made of the same elements that you're breathing. mm So I wonder if any part of me once was air even earlier on in my life, that's a real thought. I mean, oxygen is, you know, S P O N C H is what you're made of. Sulfur, phosphorus, oxygen, nitrogen, carbon, hydrogen and oxygen being in the air. Nitrogens in the air as well. Mm -hmm. What you're breathing was at any point, (laughs) the air you're consuming now, a part of you, Earlier on in your life, which you shit out, so we're all cannibals. <laughs> that you shit out, well, kind of, if you're breathing it. Uh, that you shit or pissed out ended up in some evaporative form. Maybe, maybe you shit on a log, got stuck <laughs> in the tree, caught on fire, went up in the air, or maybe people burn trash. That that happens, yeah. and that vapor then gets released, change changes form, gets gets. Into a vapor form, into the air, circulates around the world. You just inhaled your shit from when you were a kid, mm. but not, but like in a physical form. Mm. Well, now, you you eat shit because. And now it's keeping you alive. Because
1: manure is used in growing Yeah, but that's vegetables. Like, that's like
0: shit. Have you ever heard of humanure? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, It sounds gross, but the most fertile manure that you can use is humanure. And it's, we don't do it because it's kind of like taboo in our culture. If you were to grow certain foods using manure from human compost, like there's human compost toilets that turn human manure into compost and it's the most fertile compost there is, the more you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I helped uh, when I was back at, at Michigan State in 2016. I worked with Engineers Without Borders and helped create uh, composting toilets for underdeveloped countries. Um, and then Continue to teach them how to use that human compost, humanure, human in uh, fertilization. So it's like it lateral over into like horticulture. Um, and then we had to teach them about germs right. <laughs> and how to wash your hands and stuff like that.
1: But I mean, you can, like, if you're stuck on an island and trying to survive, you can filter your pee to redrink the water, right?
0: You can just drink your pee. Oh, okay. Well,
1: but yes. It doesn't uh, sound refreshing, but.
0: No, it's salty. Um, from what I've heard. I've never actually
1: tried. (laughs) (laughs) I've got some over here if you'd like to try it. Gargle. (laughs) Um,
0: No, uh, I've never actually tried my pee. Um, Plenty of people have. Uh, Actually, if you have tried. Plenty of people have tried your pee? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Plenty of people have tried their own. If you've drank your own pee, shoot me an email. I want to, I I want to hear what it, what it was like, what your experience was, but also like why you did it. Like, tell me why you drank it. If you were just like chilling in your living room one night, I, I do want to hear that story as well. But like, if there's a survival story out there, that would be so cool. Email me, uh, the emails in the link, uh, in the show notes, please, please, please. I want to hear, hear about it. Um, but no, you cannot, obviously, uh, your urine is sterile. Um, that's why you can pee on each other. For health reasons, (laughs) if you got stung by a jellyfish, you know.
1: (laughs) Is this the part of the show that starts to go down? That (laughs) I've,
0: I've, I've only been peed on once, by choice. But I was like in the shower. It wasn't. I mean, it's not even that. It's like my leg. It wasn't like my face or anything like that. Have you never been peed on? No. I mean, not by a
1: child. Yes, by a child. It's <laughs> entirely different than what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> it was just like one of those moments be like, hey, I have to pee.
1: And I was like, don't pee on me. And then I was like, wait, maybe you could.
0: <laughs> it was just my leg. It was kind of
1: nice. I guess it uh, could be worse. It could have been a Cleveland steamer. <laughs> I think that's, uh, is that Waterworks? Is that what that is? I, I, don't,
0: I don't know. I all know it's like days. golden shower, but like, isn't that like Waterworks is the whole thing? This is a strange topic. <laughs> I, I I I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my thing. But it was nice once. <laughs> I'll do most things once. I don't wanna say you know those people are like, I'll do everything once. Heck no. Mm-mm. There are some things that uh there are some things that we just we cannot do. There's limits. Yes. Yeah, there are limits. Um what 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 were we even talking <laughs> about? I have no idea at this point in time. <laughs>
1: We got so far, um, so far off topic. You've given me alcohol, and, yeah. Um, like I don't drink a ton, although there was a bad week not that long ago. So uh, did I? I told you that like the kids, the daycare got shut down. Yeah, yeah. And and had two weeks. And uh, for anybody who's a single parent, props to you. I did it for a couple of days. Essentially, I mean, my wife was there, but. Working remotely and not having the kids in daycare and having nobody to come up and visit them, like trying to juggle work and, and kids at the same time was crazy. And uh, luckily, my buddy Jack Daniels helped me through that experience, not during working hours, but. <sighs> Dude, afterwards. I can't.
0: I like how you put that caveat on there. Dude, I can't do Jack, man. When I was like in ninth grade, I remember vividly. It was a house party. Uh, CJ Pettigrew was there, uh, who was one of my best friends in high school. Shout out to CJ, wherever you are, bro. I think he's still in my hometown, like as a like a used car salesman or something. Yeah. Uh, hasn't gone far in life. Sorry, bro. That was a rough path. But he was like one of the best looking football players, and I was just like a nobody. And we were at his house, and it was like this house party, and it was dope. And somebody brought those little Jack Daniel shooters, mm-hmm. but it was the ones with that were like four ounces with like some fruit juice in it or something like that. And I had, I don't know, like nine Mm -hmm. or 10. Mm -hmm. And subsequently purged all of that immediately back up. Because I drank them quickly, like within like a 45 minute time frame. And then was sick all night. And I have never recovered from that Jack Daniels experience. Yeah. And I, I smell Jack, and I'm like, oh, oh, no, 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 Jack. Yeah. No, Jack. Yeah, that's tequila for me. Really? Yeah. I've had a bad tequila experience with brandy, actually. Well, it was not bad, but we just had so much of it.
1: Yeah. But tequila's really? like hit or miss with me. If it's yeah. good, it's okay. You remember the, the, like, the Mike's Hard Lemonade? Yeah. There was a time, uh, probably not, I was a little bit older in ninth grade, probably, I don't know, 10th, 11th, 12th grade. One of those times. We weren't supposed to be drinking, but we were anyways. And, uh. Managed uh, to combine Mike's Hard Lemonade, several of those with Bacardi O Limone. Oh God! So like so it was like extra strong. Y- yeah, just like lemon, too much lemon, and and it <laughs> eventually, you know, spent most of the evening on the bathroom floor with I'm lemon. Told that uh, several women peed standing over top of me because I was passed out in front of the toilet and wouldn't move. Bro. Waterworks. <laughs> <laughs> I participated in. Did. <laughs> you did. You did. I've seen way more vagina in my life than I than you actually know. <laughs> Your subconscious knows. Uh, but yeah, so lemon lemonade. Like I can do lemonade, but if it's a strong lemon flavor, like really, it brings back some of that. yeah. Oh gosh, that sucks. Which is disappointing because I kind of like some of those lemon drinks. But
0: no, I I haven't had any. Uh other bad experiences with alcohol besides that dude so i had a thought you're claustrophobic yeah yeah yes how bad on a scale of one to ten is your claustrophobia
1: it depends just... <sighs> i don't know because i've never really tested it <laughs> we were
0: talking the other day and i was I was walking you through. And this is really good. This is a great experience Uh, for those that, like, in your car, you can turn it up and you can hear me in all your speakers. Andy can hear me in both of his ears really clearly right now. And I believe we were talking about uh, those cave divers. And I was talking about how in Mammoth Mammoth Cave there is this expedition um, that you can go on, and it's, like, a 100-foot stretch where it's about an 18-inch opening Um, that the only way you can fit in is if your arms go first and you kind of wiggle through and you're more or less pinched. You can't get your arms from above your head. They're stuck that way for about a hundred yards. So, and you're only moving two or three inches at a time. So it's a stretch and you can't go backwards. You can only go forwards and a lot of people get stuck And they freak out. And then they have to have like a rescue team come in and stuff like that. The last time I told that story, you were like, stop.
1: (laughs) How are you feeling right now? Feeling okay? I've heard it. I'm I'm okay. I will say that I struggled with the video that you sent me soon after that (laughs) where the guy snakes his way into one of these tiny little holes. It's a hole that
0: looks like it's six inches by six inches in the ground and he just disappears you're like where the fuck the did he just go the hole was smaller
1: than his fucking head i don't it, know how he made I, it he through just there.
0: gone just into the ground you're like dude where did you go um, but dude i had a thought the other day especially as somebody who is claustrophobic i need your response to this question okay your brain is forever trapped in your head
1: mm.
0: your brain is compressed inside your skull and can never escape. Mm-hmm. How does that make you feel? That doesn't bother me.
1: No, it doesn't. It's been there all along. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had this I had this thought. I was like, man, how how bad would it mess with your brain if you knew your brain was trapped? Yeah. It's small confined space. Oh man! I think
1: it's the uh, I think what gets me is is like those cave things or trying to walk into a small space. Anything where you could like physically get yeah. But you're stuck. like
0: you're like that person that has like seven fears though. Like yeah. fear of height, fear of needles, fear of that. Yeah. You're, you're like pretty afraid, irrational. You're afraid of everything. Yeah, and I'm I'm the opposite. I just. I just do every fucking thing that comes well out. I grew up
1: and my mom was a you know public nurse so i am terrified of I don't know if irrational fears play into uh
0: nature and nurture I'm not sure that those are socially conditioned yeah
1: I was told everything was going to kill me though so yeah,
0: but I was too I had a very a very overbearing productive mom um and your, your
1: mom didn't throw you in a fucking fire. <laughs>
0: Joking. <laughs> yeah, uh, true. My mom did not. Uh, she, she instead just uh, r- ridiculed my soul and, <laughs> and all of my self-esteem. So <laughs> Potatoes, potatoes. Yeah, it's about the same, right? It's potatoes, tomatoes. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how much of that is socially conditioned and how much of that um, is you're born with it. Because um, there's people that are born with it. I think
1: I think that the uh, the claustrophobia started for me though because I have like uh, allergies, um, like hay fever allergies. Yeah. And was in a probably I don't know sometime in elementary middle school somewhere around that time and was going through like a Halloween time they do like corn mazes and stuff like that. This place had a hay maze and so you crawl through tunnels and I went with all my buddies and whatnot and was in the middle of that and. I think had an allergic reaction to the hay, Jeez. and and was trapped in this place and like had a panic attack. So I think that that kind of triggered that. Well, dude, when I was a kid, um,
0: me and my brother used to play this game, uh, which was escape the blankets. And we would lay out like every blanket and every sheet we had in the house, like all flat on the on the in the living room, and he would then like roll me up in the first one. And then in the second one and the third one and the fourth one and the fifth one and the sixth one. And so I would be inside like like a burrito inside all of them. And then he would take a pillowcase on the ends when it's all done. And then he would say, Go, and you would have to try to escape.
1: Uh, that's funny.
0: How does that be good? That that one's just funny. I So I freaked out. Yeah. I, I freaked out yeah. like terribly. I remember vividly, yeah. like like ripping and screaming. And I sat up and I was like, Aah! like gasping. And I I wonder if a part of me has claustrophobia yeah. for really confined spaces like that. Um, but I remember like I couldn't move and I I, I freaked. Have you freaked
1: gone, out? I, you might have told me this other day. Have you gone into caves like that? Before? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Nothing. Um, I have a pretty strong ability to control my cognitive responses. Um, So it was there, but I was okay the whole time. Hmm. Yeah. Um, There isn't many things on this planet. Do you have uh, thlasophobia, I think it's called? Like fear of deep, dark water. Like if you were in the middle of the ocean and you were just to jump off knowing there's two miles of sea beneath you, does that freak
1: you out? Mm, Not... That there's that much water beneath me, but what might be down below? Me? Well, that's the fear. Yeah, the unknown. Yeah, I don't. Eh. Well, okay, well,
0: what about those those holes? That I think they call them like there's one in in uh, what is oh, it? Yeah, like the bottomless. Well, it's, I think it's it's in Kentucky or Ohio. It's called Jacob's Well, and it's just it's a um, it's a it's a thermal geyser basically, but it's a hole. In the ground, and it's crystal clear water that you can just see straight down, and it's in like a cave system, so you're like among caves, and then there's just a hole of water, and you could see all the way down. Would that freak you out to like no swim down as far as you could? No. <laughs> no? No.
1: But if you made me do like cave diving, for sure. Oh, that's shit. People die so much from cave diving. Stupid. I don't understand it. Don't
0: Don't cave dive. Like there are, there are plenty of things. No, like
1: I've gone, I've, we, uh, when we were in Australia, we went, I went scuba diving. I'd scuba. Um, interesting. Cause, uh, she's going to kill me, but, um, like Sam really wanted to do it too. And we went and like, you have to, they, like they instruct you on how to purge breathe. Yeah. And it's not natural, right, no. through a regulator like that. And she ended up not being able to go scuba diving because she couldn't get the breathing down. When yeah. we first started doing it, I was panicking. Oh, I couldn't gosh. figure out how to breathe through this thing. Oh, gosh. And I finally figured it out, so I was able to go. I feel really bad that she never got the chance to be oh, able man. to do it.
0: Did you have to clear the mask?
1: Did you ever learn how to oh, do yeah. that? Yep. yeah,
0: yeah, Dude, that sucks. Yep. Getting salt water in your eyes and clearing yep. the mask. Yeah. Ugh. Like, like when you're under and you get salt water in and you have to exhale the oxygen into your mask and then reseal Feel it. it. Whew, that stuff's hard. It was really
1: cool though. Like we went, um, although I did have a panic attack that time because, uh, <laughs> like after we did the scuba diving, like, uh, as part of it, we were, um, on the great barrier reef and we had gone out and like after that, they let you keep the gear on and you'd like snorkel around with the scuba gear on. And I was out there doing it and, <clears throat> and, um, like I, saw like a shark off to the side not a great white shark or anything like a little little baby shark and like i started following it because why wouldn't you follow a shark if you saw it in the ocean right like yeah of course do you know what it was probably like a great tip something that wasn't white white tip reef shark sure Yeah. yeah um nothing nothing big i wasn't scared of it um so like i was just trying to see different things and like there was this little K, the, the little islands that are out there. And so people were going out there and I go out there and I meet Sam cause she was snorkeling. And then like, we were actually out there on like the edge of a, the edge of a, like a typhoon in the area. And so it's like a really rocky boat trip and like they were trying to get everybody back and people were struggling, um, to be able to, to swim. And so they were trying to get them back on the boat cause we had to go, uh, return before the weather got too bad. And Like Sam disappeared. Like she was on the island and they were bringing people back and I couldn't see her anywhere. And I thought that she had tried like swimming back and like got swept out in the ocean. What? And I like started freaking out because I couldn't see my wife anywhere. And I was like, like, there's nobody left on the island. She's not in the boat. Where is she? And uh, luckily, obviously, she made it back, but yeah. Dude, that's nuts. I went snorkeling.
0: Actually, one of the one of the few times I've almost died. I think I've almost died in my life I think uh, four times. Like really, really close calls. Um, I'm like, I'm wearing out my close calls. Um, uh, I was in, down in John Penicant State Park off of, I think it's Key Largo maybe, one of the keys. And uh, me and my dad were snorkeling down there. And... Um, we'll, we got advised, like we went down there and they advised us, hey, the winds are high and jellyfish are present. So you can go, but you're snorkeling at your own risk. Mm-hmm. And so I brought, and we, I asked my dad, I was like, do you want to go? He's like, yeah, let's go. So we went out there, we hop in the water. There was maybe 15 of us on the small boat. We went about 15 minutes out to the reef and hop into the water. And immediately, mm-hmm. uh, immediately this, like the, 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 the first lady gets gets stung by a jellyfish like within 10 seconds and i was like great mm-hmm. and i looked down at those big pink box jellyfish the beautiful ones yeah. just like finding nemo yeah. like mm-hmm. those those ones and so we like uh, off the back about looking and we're like okay i think now's a time good time to jump so we all jump in and me and my dad are snorkeling around <sighs> i uh I have my underwater camera, I'm taking videos and stuff, it's really cool, and my dad goes back and I'm like, I'm gonna go for a little bit longer. And I'm just, I'm not paying attention. And the current is not real strong, but even on a, this is a windy day, and I'm like just putzing around the reef, I see some fish and I'm just you know, going, there's barracuda everywhere, it's just really cool. Um, and then I hear the the honk of the horn and that's like, they're like one big blast, get back to the boat, we're heading in. And they like honk and I glance up and I'm like, oh shit, the boat's like 100 yards away. Mm -hmm. I was like shit, I went out. Maybe he was like honking for me. I'm like, all right, so I like dip my mask under the surface of the water and there was a wall of jellyfish, just like the movie (laughs) fucking Finding Nemo. And I was like, oh shit, and I mean they were close, like 10 feet away, like just beyond you to me. And I was like, oh shit. And then I'm like, okay, I gotta go around them. And I look right and they're all to my right. And then they're all to my left. And I'm like, the, the camera is going at this point. I mean, there's hundreds. And I'm like, I'm gonna die. Mm. Like this is where you die. And you don't die from the sting, you die from drowning right. because you gasp when you get stung. And I'm like, I, this is where I die. And so I'm like, okay. I need to literally navigate under and over and around, and I I navigated, and I'm not kidding you. This took me ten minutes. I made it all the way back to the boat, and did not get stung. Wow. And I don't know how. Yeah. But I should have. Like I was like, I literally was like, this is. I'm probably gonna die from this. That's and crazy. Yeah. It was. It was one of the moments where I was like, oh. Good to know everybody.
1: See, those jellyfish don't scare me as much because when we were down there they have in Australia the mana the mana Man war. Mana war the little babies. The little ones that you can't see. And those Clear. ones are like a dime size. They're they're tiny and like the, if you'll fucking kill you, you. Like they have you have to wear like full body you suits. You were in full body yeah. suits and no skin exposed or anything like that. And and like there were some warnings out there, but we went out anyways, and it was just like
0: You went out with a warning?
1: Oh, dude, that I wouldn't have done that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm a risk taker.
1: They're in the they're in, in the area. I don't know if it was a warning. Like, oh, bro, no, there, like.
0: no. I mean, that's Australia. Everything in Australia wants to kill you. Yes, you know there are most
1: everything in Australia is way bigger. Like when we were out there, and like they're harmless because they're fruit bats. But like the first, like when we were in what city was it that we saw those? I think it was when we were in we were in Cairns. Up by the Great Barrier Great Barrier Reef, and these fucking bats are gigantic. (laughs) We're out there eating fucking kangaroo on the thing because we're in Australia eating kangaroo. Kangaroo, that's weird. And um, yeah, and uh, like it's like fucking chicken or steak or whatever. It was good horse, but it was kangaroo. Anyways, um, yeah. So like, and then like around dusk time, these fucking bats—they're gigantic. Like. Human-sized fucking what? bats.
0: Yeah, dude, everything in Australia. You know how many continents there are in the world? Seven. Do you know how many have mountains? Six. You know which one doesn't have mountains? Australia. Fucking Australia. <laughs> it's the it only a giant continent. plateau. It's, dude. Everything in Australia wants to kill you. The, the 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 continent is so angry with itself that it's just a fucking plate. It's just a, a giant a giant dinner plate sitting on the continental shelf. And it hates itself so much that it just it just sits there. And everything wants to fucking no, no, I I, I, I it's like the one place on the planet I have zero desire to visit. Oh man. Ever. That's unfortunate. No, ever, Fucking ever. That place can I mean it's huge. Like, you can drive for 12 hours and still
1: not be anywhere. We took the the flight over. We left Dallas and flew, and you land in Sydney. Yeah. And then our first stop, we spent five days in Cairns, which is in northern Australia. So you get off of this flight that was like, 15 and a half hours at the time. It was the second longest flight in the world that we were on. Yeah. And you go and you land okay you think you're done right because you've been on this plane forever and no. then you go and it's a 4 hour 4 hour yeah. flight to get to where you're going.
0: Do you go to Brisbane or do you go to Perth? We went north to Cairns. Oh, Cairns. Yeah. Oh, you have a 4 hour flight north? Yeah. See so if you were to go to Perth with which I believe is west. Oh. I think it's like a 6 or a 7 hour oh, flight easily, yeah. That's just nothing, bro.
1: <laughs> it's just nothing. So we spent spent the time there come back we spent a couple of days in sydney and did then you... we did a plane uh, i'm sorry a, tr- a train ride to their capital canberra because that's where her cousin lives at we, oh, were, well. we went down there to visit and he had he got married while we were there did you meet the aborigines no oh like they're out in the middle of nowhere they're I, in the bush i know did you go in the bush no did you spent any time in the bush <laughs>
0: <laughs> stupid jokes <laughs> take a drink sorry sorry sam I'm sorry. This is bad jokes. Yeah. Yeah, fucking Australia, man. A lot of people are like, oh, there's no mountains. They do have mountains. They have the Blue
1: Mountains right outside Sydney.
0: Those are not mountains. I was
1: there. They're mountains.
0: They're not mountains. They're mountains. By definition.
1: It's a gorge.
0: It's not even... It's it's where the water just cut shit away. That's not a mountain.
1: I mean, it's kind of like the grand... Canyon Mountains. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Grand Can Mountains. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that Antarctica has mountains. They have tremendous,
1: huge
0: mountains in Antarctica. And if the ice were to melt, which, well, one day, uh, it would reveal some of the tallest mountains on Earth.
1: So, our ancestors will be it. Well, you won't have any ancestors, but.
0: I don't think the Earth is going to be around that long. Uh, humans. I don't think humans will be along, around long enough to see the snow melt. Well, whatever we evolve into. And I don't think n- nothing. I think we're going to die. We'll just die. We'll yeah. I think kill each other off. Yeah, or the end of simulation. I think uh, I don't know what's going to come first. Um, I think we will probably kill 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 ourselves, which is why Elon wants to get to Mars so bad. Hmm. Multiplanetary because he truly believes we're going to kill ourselves, which is smart. You know, um, I'm not sure I would allocate my money in
1: that way, but you know um well you don't he, have you can do that you don't have so much money you don't know what to do with it so <laughs> he doesn't know what to do with it but, uh he is
0: allocating for those who don't know um one percent one percent of his money is going towards spacex for those that like to uh bash on elon and being the rich billionaire space race toy de boity, whatever uh one percent he's yeah. using one percent of his funds the rest is going to better humanity
1: Curious question for those that like to bash on Elon, how yeah. many of them participate in purchasing Tesla stock to try to profit from it?
0: <laughs> uh, probably few. Yeah.
1: Cause they contribute to that. A lot madness. of people don't,
0: a lot of people don't know this. Uh, he's the uh, wealthiest man on the planet, but it's not realized wealth. Um, uh, he can't, he doesn't go, it's not like the money's in his bank account. Um, he owns stock and the stock is worth money. If the stock were to plummet, he would no longer be the wealthiest man. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, he didn't pay taxes. He was the highest tax paying individual on the planet last year. and paid more than anyone ever in all of history. So I paid around $11 billion in taxes. Uh, and he doesn't pay taxes in the previous years because he didn't collect a paycheck, but all of his businesses paid taxes, and they paid taxes for years and years and years. So there is a lot of misconceptions about Elon. But yes, he is the highest tax paying individual on the planet ever in all of history.
1: Well, when you're number one, you have a target on your back. And yeah. he uses the same tax strategies that everybody else, including yeah. uh, a fan favorite, Mr. Warren Buffett.
0: Yeah, you know, a lot of people hate on the, on, a lot of people like to hate on the individuals that are taking advantage of the system. The system is in place. You should hate the system. You should mm-hmm. hate the people that are putting the policies in place, not the people that are taking advantage of the policies. Like, for example, a lot of people are, Uh, going off about all of the traveling nurses right now, and they're talking about, like, oh, the the nurses are, uh, you know, they're just traveling, and and, and they're getting paid $100 an hour when the the nurses that aren't traveling, they're not getting paid. They're taking advantage of the system. Yeah, That's not – I would do the same thing.
1: Well, my favorite right now is the, uh, you know, people who are complaining about inflation. And, like, there's certain goods and services, don't get me wrong, that, like, you have to buy. You're going to have to buy food. But there's certain things that are – way more inflated in price these days. And yet people still buy them. Like how much did your fucking phone cost?
0: A lot. $1,200.
1: There's like, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Now you can afford it, but there's people who cannot afford a $1,200 phone who still go and buy a $1,200 phone sure, and complain about inflation at the same time. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's,
0: it's, it's hard. It's hard for me to not point out the fact that it's easy to get mad at the people that are using the system. We need to get mad at the system if we're going to get mad at anything. Don't get mad at Elon. Don't get mad at Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. Fucking douchebag. Don't get mad at Richard Branson. Kind of, kind of a cool guy. They are using the system in place. They are, they are utilizing the system that has been put in place by our federal government. You can't get mad at them. They found loopholes.
1: A counter argument would be that they have the. Monetary influence to allow those loopholes to exist, though.
0: But that's a reflection of the system, not of the person. Right. Anyone, any individual in that position would probably try to exploit any loophole given. So they're going to hire the best attorneys possible in order to find those loopholes. If there were hard boundaries that say, you are paying taxes, full stop, they would. They found loopholes. That's not a reflection of the individual. It's a reflection of the, the, the broken system. We need to fix the system. If you want these individuals to pay taxes, fix the system. Yeah.
1: Don't, There's a very simple fix don't out there. Don't hate
0: the person. No, nothing will be accomplished by hating an individual for them utilizing the system that's at hand.
1: Yeah. Well, people people everyday people, even the the those at the poverty line do it as well. Um,
0: Everyone does it everywhere.
1: Um it's humanity, right? Like if you're given an opportunity to gain advantage, you 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 do that. The yes. people who are making Minimum wage today are pressing for something more than minimum wage. And they're not going to see this argument um, because of their life circumstances. But they're trying to take capital from somebody else to improve their life.
0: Well, it's it's the same argument on the other side of people that get um, welfare. Right. And people hate they a lot. Some people love to hate those that are sucking on the teat of the government and taking advantage of welfare. That's the system. That's not the individual. The system exists. If you want to change the system, go change the system. But you getting mad at the people that are doing that does not change anything. It just is a reflection of what lives inside of you, which is anger and hate. Like, I, I don't care. If they want to take advantage of the system, do it. If Jeff Bezos wants to negate taxes for the rest of his life, okay. Because the systems were put into place long before I was here, and they'll be here long after I'm gone. I don't want to use the energy that it takes to be angry. Instead, I want to use that energy into making the life and the world around me a better place. That's I just, or, I just don't care. Yeah, or writing books. Or writing books. Well, that doesn't take much energy. It's just pouring out of me. But like... I re- I just don't have the energy. I don't have the energy to be mad at some some person that I'm never going to meet, or a whole group of people that I'm literally never going to meet. Yes, they take our money, and you know, I'm fine with that. That's I don't care. And to be like, oh, you're a socialist, but sure, whatever. I'm not, but that's fine. Um, you know, it's it, the, the, if they need the help, go. The system was put in place. Don't get mad at them. It's this, the this system. You know, it's. Getting angry, I'm getting angry at people that are angry. Can't we just fucking love each other, Jesus? Why is it so hard? So simple. Why is it so hard? I feel like I'm a good person. I feel like I'm just, you know, all around, I'm like a nice guy, you know. But there comes a point. Where I just want to take the people that are filled with so much hate and just be like, put them on an island somewhere, and watch them create their own Facebook and just just tear each other apart hate breed tight I'll ask you one question and then you can go okay maybe I should ask you three now I'm asking one uh, question I'm gonna ask tomorrow what do you want to be? what do you want to be remembered for after you pass away for the rest for rest of all existence people are gonna come back and think Andrew Bailey what do you want what do you want to be remembered
1: for it's a great question
0: Thank you. I derived it myself with my, <laughs> with my man brain, my tiny little man brain.
1: I think I'd like to be remembered as a, just a good all-around human, great dad. Um, I mean, I'd like to think that someday I could leave some impressive mark on humanity, but I don't know that that's in the cards. How do you know it already isn't? I guess it could be for certain people. But, you know, I don't, as much as I might want to be a billionaire, like, Elon, <laughs> I do. Do you really? I, no. I have zero desire. No, look at how many people hate
0: him. I don't care about that. I don't, I, I don't, like, a couple of my friends, they, like, want to be, like, they're money chasers. I was actually talking to my dad about this today. I don't want to be a millionaire. I want to make enough money to not have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I just want to be happy. I want to do what I love. I want to be with the people I love. That's it. That's it.
1: Money, man. Money sucks. It's
0: a lot of things. All right, everybody. Thanks, Andy, for coming on. This was fun. Thanks for having me. This was uh, an interesting conversation. I think (laughs) we'll probably do this again. A couple more drinks. All right. Bye, everybody.